Hello, and welcome to The Neighbor Next Door, a podcast where we invite awesome neighbors to join us on our front porch to share stories and tips for being a good neighbor so that we can learn from them and be inspired by them. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, and this week I'm joined on the front porch by one of our neighboring movement vistas, Christopher. Welcome, Christopher. Thank you, Matt. Joyful to be here on the front porch. Welcome back. Uh, it is a return, although if you're new to our podcast, you, you may not know this. Christopher is a regular visitor to the front porch, and each time he comes, he brings something that is very, very important for the neighboring movement, and that is a neighboring tip. And the reason this is so important is because neighboring is, it's not an idea. Uh, it's not something that we just sit around and talk about. It's something that we do. It's an action. And so whenever Christopher joins us for this podcast, he brings a suggestion of something that you, our dear listener, can try, something that you can do. Um, also, Christopher is an extremely joyful person, and so people love his episodes. It's true. They they want less banjo and more Christopher, is what I keep hearing from people uh, in my conversations. So, <laughs> and of course, uh, Christopher, you also may recognize his name because he is the person who edits these podcasts and uh, deletes out many of my terrible jokes. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Without further ado, Christopher, what is the neighboring tip that you're bringing for us this week? Yeah, so thank you for that marvelous introduction, Matt. That was great. That was <laughs> really well. good. So thank you. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, as a little bit of introduction for this week's neighboring tip, we specifically planned this one to come out today for a reason, and that's because the holiday season is almost upon us. Yes. And yeah, and we know that means a lot of things for, for a lot of different people. Often it uh, means gathering. food. Yes, <laughs> I'm getting there, Matt. Oh, Gee, oh, oh, get ahead sorry. of me. No, I get it. Food, yes, food, food is definitely a good one. But also oh. family, friends, oh, yeah. these other important things. <laughs> sorry, family. Sorry. <laughs> no, yes. So, but also for a lot of people, uh, we realize that the holiday season sometimes means being gone or traveling or taking vacation or whatever, often to visit family or friends. But so with that in mind, we were thinking, what's a good kind of tip for that? And so the one that we came up with kind of revolves around that. And so the listener, perhaps you are planning on uh, taking a trip this holiday season. And if so, this neighboring tip is definitely for you. If you're not planning on taking a trip this holiday season, this neighboring tip still is for you. <laughs> and it might be something that you can keep in mind for future trips. Or if someone you know is doing this, you might be able to encourage them as well. So anyway, I'll, I'll stop introducing this tip. But the actual tip for this week is ask a neighbor to watch over your home while you are away. Per usual with our neighboring tips, this one can look really different depending on your situation and uh, how you want to experiment with it. Maybe it looks like having your neighbor just keep an eye on your house. Maybe it looks like having your neighbor feed your cat. Maybe it looks like having your neighbor come water your indoor plants a couple of times. 
you get the point. It can look really different. Um, but whatever you have your neighbor do, like the implications of this super simple experiment are pretty crazy. First of all, you're just considering the fact that like you're willing to ask your neighbor for help with something. And that says a lot of things that says, I mean, uh, kind of above all that you're willing to be dependent on your neighbors. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a topic that we've mentioned a lot on this podcast has and kind of there's this narrative, this really strong narrative that's prevalent in our society that says I have to be self-sustaining and self-sufficient. And and so this is kind of responding to that and saying like, no, I'm realizing that I can depend upon my neighbors for these things. And perhaps above all, I think it tells your neighbor that you trust them and that you're willing to have them be a part of your life in such an intimate way. So yeah, that's I think that's a really beautiful thing. And for me, this kind of reminds me of my parents and my parents, I think, exemplify this tip super well and experimenting with this tip super well. Hmm. When I was a kid and I guess I'm still a kid, but my parents have always <laughs> when we've uh, like gone on trips as a family or when they've gone on trips, they always ask their neighbors to keep an eye on their house. And sometimes it's watering plants and such, depending on the time of year. But it's really crazy to me because they also seem to always pick different neighbors when they do this. Like, really? they, yeah, it never seems to be the same like neighbor in a row or same two neighbors in a row or whatever. Hmm. Um which is, I think, really cool. And and yeah, it's just like, I think it just shows that they built a lot of trust with a lot of their neighbors. Hmm. And so, for instance, one time when they were gone, their sprinkler system broke in the front yard and it just, water was shooting up like a geyser. And because they had asked one of their neighbors next door to keep an eye on the house, the neighbor saw this pretty quickly, called them, let them know, and that they were actually able to give the neighbor instructions to go into the house and turn off the water so that that would stop being a geyser in the front yard and so like and yeah and like that's a really awesome intimate thing like the neighbor got to go in their house mm-hmm. and again like yeah what is that telling the neighbor that's telling the neighbor that they really trust them and that they're willing to have them go inside their home and so i think that's a really beautiful thing and appreciative that that was something that my parents have always experimented with so mm-hmm. it is interesting like it serves as an excellent third thing we talk about with neighboring, sometimes we need a, a reason to connect with our neighbors and having a practice like asking a neighbor to keep an eye on things can be a great way to connect. And I really appreciate your point about it puts us as the person asking in a position of being dependent on our neighbors, which incidentally is with a way that we're like wired as human beings. Um, that we're meant to be interactive, but we right. often forget that. And so I was a little disappointed in your examples because uh, you left out one potential animal that your neighbor could watch for you. Oh, and that, no. that would be your pet chicken. Uh, this because, is true. Yes. Your neighbor could watch your pet chicken. <laughs> That's Sorry, right. Matt. <laughs> so, but it's true. So Catherine and I, uh, when we travel, uh, we will often ask, our neighbor, Diane, if she'll keep an eye on our chicken, uh, who goes by the name Chicoletta. And um, maybe, Christopher, you could pull that audio of Catherine impersonating Chicoletta and drop it in here somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. That would be pretty fantastic. Yeah. For a while, Chicoletta, who is a hen, she was actually crowing in the mornings like a rooster. (laughs) And we thought like something was attacking her, but nope, she was just crowing like a rooster. So anyway, side notes, uh, all side notes. (laughs) Yes. So we asked Diane uh, to keep an eye on Chicoletta, feed her twice a day. And we're really, really grateful for that. 
Also, when we travel, you know, it's a chance to make sure that Diane has our phone numbers so that she can get in touch with us, kind of like uh, the example that you gave of your parents, like when they're watching your house. And then that's contact info that they have for anything else down the road. That's a great point. So, yeah, yeah it's just, uh, yeah, just a way to continue filling in gaps. And I will say this uh, when you're traveling, then if you ask someone to keep an eye on your stuff, it's not a bad idea to bring back a little gift uh, if you're traveling. So a little right. thank you to say, hey, I appreciate that you kept an eye on my house while I was gone. So yeah, so we've we've done that over the years and it's been great. And it gives us peace of mind. Like I don't worry about my house because I know Diane and Mark are both keeping an eye on the house when we're gone and uh, would let us know if anything happened. So yeah. So before we let this go, are there any things that you think it would be helpful for people to keep in mind with this neighboring tip? I think so, yeah. First, I would suggest like only asking a neighbor to do this if it feels like a natural ask. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I mean by that is, and this probably depends on what the um, the nature of what you're asking them to do, but obviously it'd be kind of awkward if someone just moved into your neighborhood and you were like, hey, you want to come watch my house while I'm gone? And you haven't, like, you haven't <laughs> even met them before? Yes. Like, so... If you don't know their name yet, it, that'd probably be the first like good question. Maybe ask their name before you ask them to watch your house. But um, yes. this is this is a neighboring tip that it's a little bit deeper relationship place. How to say that? So some of the neighboring tips are like take brownies to a stranger or a new neighbor, get to know their name. Other neighboring tips are if you have some rapport or some connection with the neighbor. So so this would fall into that category, it sounds like, as far as I actually know the person on some level, uh, and it's an appropriate thing to ask of them. Right, mm-hmm. right. And mm-hmm. again, going back to the, like, it kind of depending on the nature of what you're asking, if you're asking a neighbor just to keep an eye on your house while you're away, then that could probably be something that if you haven't, you know, you don't know the neighbor as well, mm-hmm. that could be something that feels natural to ask them. But if you're asking a neighbor to go inside your house and, you know, feed your chicken twice a day or, you know, something <laughs> like that. Uh, well, our, just to clarify, the chicken does not live in our house. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's a good <laughs> that's, clarification. Go, but if it was your cat, Correct. go in twice right. a day and feed your cat. Yes. Then, yeah. of course, we want you to feel comfortable doing that. And so, we, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that would be a natural ask them. If you're comfortable having the neighbor go inside your house, house and do that and you know them well enough that that feels like a natural thing then of course by all means do that so Hmm. um so yeah i would definitely say that at the start and then also if you're going to be asking a neighbor to watch your house or do anything like this tip really definitely make sure you're doing so with enough time in advance of taking your trip Hmm. like it wouldn't be super cool to be like oh by the way i'm going on this trip tomorrow neighbor is there Hmm. no way you could watch my house because then it puts pressure on them if you don't if they say no or they have something going on then they mm-hmm. feel bad because it's last minute for you and so they know you're kind of in a crunch but yeah. so if you're planning to go on a trip and you're planning on doing this tip we would definitely suggest kind of thinking about it ahead of time and then being able to ask them with as much time in advance so that it could be something they can actually check and see if they're available to do mm-hmm. um and, you know I, I guess along those lines it makes me think by asking them in advance and you could also say if you're not able to do this or you're not comfortable doing this, like that's fine, right? right. You kind of give them that out. 
partly because they may be traveling if like with the holidays for sure they might be like ah uh, yeah we're gonna be gone too or we've got a lot going on yeah, we were thinking about asking you to do the same thing <laughs> that's <laughs> right well guess what now we can both go ask another neighbor oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes um okay yeah yeah so that's good that's yeah. good yeah um, another thing is, of course, like, yeah, and this is somewhat obvious, but of course, please keep respectfulness in mind when you're asking your neighbor. And of course, some of this is, again, is a little obvious, but don't like ask your neighbor to take your dog out like four times a day and mm-hmm. starting at four in the morning or something like that. Like that's, <laughs> that's not super respectful. That's not super cool. And, and you don't want this to be like a super time intensive commitment for your neighbor. So yeah, definitely keep that in mind. And and again, this is it goes in line with the respectfulness with the last thing I would mention as well. And, and Matt kind of got into this, but definitely make sure that your neighbor knows that you're appreciative of them doing that. If, if they are willing to watch your house or, or whatever you're planning on asking them to do, you definitely want to make sure that they know that you're appreciative of, of them doing that. And of course, yeah, that could take the form of a gift. It could take the form of a card, mm. but just whatever you choose to do, we definitely want to make sure that your neighbor knows that you appreciate that action and and them doing that and their willingness to do that so yeah cool well i think this is a great tip and i'm glad that you're bringing it this time of year because as we get into the colder weather there's less natural neighboring that happens because we're not outside as much but there are still ways that we can connect with our neighbors and something like traveling for the holidays is a great way to notice that and just make sure that we're continuing to build those bridges Right. And this is a funny one, because I think at the start, you would say like, well, I'm going to be gone. Like, I can't do any neighboring. What do you mean? Like, I'm not, you know, this is even one that like, you're kind of still fostering relationship even while you're away. Man, you're right. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Maybe I need to travel more. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) My neighbors might be like, yeah, you should travel more. (laughs) We like the best form of neighboring you do is when you're out of town. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. They wouldn't say that my neighbors are nice. Well, Mark might say that. That's true. But he would laugh. But he would, he laugh would be about joking. It yes, that's yes. right. That's right. Awesome. All right. Well, there you have it, friends. Uh, another neighboring tip, a great suggestion on something that you can do to help build bridges to your neighbors and strengthen the social fabric of your community. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of The Neighbor Next Door. Uh, This podcast is a production of The Neighboring Movement. And to learn more about our work, you can visit our website at www.neighboringmovement.org. Or you can get in touch with us through email or by fax. Yes. (laughs) Please fax us. That would would make all of our day. (laughs) Yes. yes. We should have a giant fake fax button on our website. Click here to send a fax. (laughs) That's actually just an email, but anyway. (laughs) Um, But we would love to hear from you if you have thoughts or suggestions. If you're doing any of these neighboring tips and you'd like to let us know how it's going, we would love to hear from you. So feel free to email us um, through our website. We also have a Facebook page and we are on Twitter. I don't know how any of those things work because I'm still sending faxes. (laughs) But uh, feel free to follow us and connect with us that way. The music that you hear in the background is provided by Brutal Bear. Thank you to them for their musical talent. And the production of this podcast is all done in the skillful hands of our AmeriCorps Vista 
Christopher Swanson. Thank you, Christopher. Oh, thank you, Matt. I don't know they have skillful hands. But uh, they are. They they're are. practicing hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, happy neighboring. Happy neighboring, everyone. Happy neighboring, everyone.